Good evening. Good evening. I hope it's a good evening. My name is Tudor, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. And for me, it's Sunday night. It's about 8 p.m., and I'm just wrapping up my day. I'm about actually to go salsa dancing. Got all my ducks in a row for the next week, and it's been a very good weekend. A good week, really, and a fantastic start to the year. So I hope that wherever you are, you can relate. I hope that you're acting on your New Year's resolutions, or maybe this is a good reminder to do so. You know, January is a month that's often characterized by a lot of beginnings, a lot of creative energy moving around. You know, there's New Year's resolutions, there's taxes if you're an early bird. You know, there's new projects, planning trips, vacations, looking at the rest of the year, completing things from the year before. Whatever it may be, this month is definitely always the beginning. And with beginnings, you always have energy spinning around. Things are a little bit in disarray. There's maybe excitement. There's a little bit of stress, all those kinds of things. And in that sense, that's what kind of inspired my episode for tonight because creative energy, creativity, those things are very central to uh, my life and actually the book that I'm writing, The Seven Transformations. The main premise of this book is not something new. You probably have heard this before. It is that, you know, we all have creative energy. We all have a, a life source, whatever you want to call it. Some, you know, the Asian cultures call it chi, you know, your spirit, whatever it is, it's there. And that life source gets converted into the things you do. And we are, the other premise is that we are all here to contribute that life source in its highest good. You know, we are all talented or gifted in certain ways. Uh, you know, some people are great musicians, some people are great mechanics. It doesn't really matter what it is, but you have a creative role to fill here. And, and a lot of times we are blocked from fulfilling that destiny uh, for various reasons. So the book that I'm writing and this podcast is really to open a dialogue, to start the conversation, to look at those exact things. Look at how we are blocked in expressing our, our creative power, our energy, our confidence in our lives to this maximist reward. Because, you know, life at the end of the day is short and it's quite a beautiful thing. And I hope you agree, regardless of where you are in your life right now, that this is truly a gift to be here. So without further ado, you know, this episode, like I said, is about creative energy, and I wanted to title it Redefining Creativity because a lot of times when we hear the word creativity, we tend to associate it with the arts. You know, you hear somebody's very creative, uh, that there there's some artistic connotation to that. I know certainly... You know, I do a lot of music, I compose, I, I used to paint, draw, video editing, you know, I, I do this podcast, I write. I do a lot of creative things. It's really enjoyable to fill my life with that, and especially with the traditionally creative things, like let's say music and, and painting. People have always told me, oh my gosh, you know, you're so talented, or oh, you know, how did you get that talent, whatever. And I've always objected to that, because for me, there's no such thing as talent. I believe that we have a natural curiosity for things. Human beings are all universally curious. Uh, I think that curiosity gets suppressed as an adult. You know, we learn to be reasonable. We learn to 
uh, to not pursue what we're curious about. As soon as something pops up that might light up our hearts, you know, the reasonable mind kicks in or a, a toxic network of people around you who are also reasonable kick in. It's, oh, yeah, you shouldn't do that or, you know, that's not going to work. And it keeps you operating at this low level of existence, not acting on your creative purpose and just living day to day, being another mechanism in the machine. And that's the case for a lot of people, unfortunately. So, you know, I wanted to make this episode dedicated to creativity with my goal being that you see creativity as something very ordinary and not in a negative way, but very day-to-day. And I'll explain how I feel that's a very empowering point of view to take because by alienating creativity to people who are quote-unquote gifted or talented, we alienate a fundamental right that we all have in being part of this universe and being part of creation. You are here to create. That is the only purpose of life. If you look at everything around you, change is the only constant, they say, right? It's always changing. Everything is always moving around because the universe is fundamentally a generative in that it generates all the time. It's a generative machine. It's creating constantly. Creating doesn't mean art. Creating is just creating. It's moving. It's making something new. Constantly, your body is not the same body it was yesterday. You know, your car is not the same car it was yesterday. Those atoms are moving around constantly. Everything is consistently being created. And you can either join that symphony of life with your particular flavor or, you know, sit there and be created by everything else. So the point is that creativity has nothing to do with talent. You know, when I first started playing the piano or I first started drawing, it wasn't that fantastic. There was nothing, you know, out of the ordinary with what, but I was profusely, profusely curious about those things. And when you are curious about something and you are allowed to explore, you are allowed to satisfy that curiosity. And sometimes it never gets satisfied. And those are the areas that are the highest levels of mastery in your life. An area where you are never satisfied for being curious is one that will become basically the the area that you are here to contribute. You look at all these masters, you look at all the people that we're just amazed by. It's because they have not stopped being curious. There's always something more to learn about, another angle to take, another thing to explore. You know, so that childlike curiosity is still burning, and that's what keeps us transforming, keeps us growing. And of course, over the years, yeah, I'm 34 now. I've been playing the piano since I was eight. You know, now if I sit down at the piano, it's very effortless. It's automatic. I can do it with my eyes closed. And people wonder like, oh my gosh, you're so talented. But they don't see the 30, you know, 25 years or whatever of practice and of burning the, you know, candle at both ends, playing music, thinking of new ideas because it was rewarding. It was rewarding to me. For some people, it's not rewarding to play music, but it doesn't matter. You have your own areas of life that are rewarding to you. So be curious. Look and see what it is that is rewarding to you. And of course, you have certain cases of people like these kids that are four years old that you know have this you know amazing adeptness or some crazy skill. But those things are, you know, there's other explanations for those things. You know, genetics. Some people even say there's past lives 
you know, that there's no way some kids would know certain things at such a young age, you know, or be drawn to certain activities. Yeah, maybe, you know, it's possible. But, you know, exceptions doesn't make the rule. The principle is that everything is creative, and creative refers to actions. It is just the movement of life. It is everything. It's not just the arts, you know. Don't say that you are not creative because you can't paint or draw or play music. That it, that doesn't matter. You know, you can have your creative energy be diverted. In, maybe you're a fantastic mother or a fantastic leader at your, you know, working with other people and creating groups and, and networking. You know, everybody has a particular direction for their creative energy. I call this the creative energy piggy bank. You know, it's a cute little term that I use in the book, but it's the idea is, you know, if you think of a piggy bank, you you have heard probably the story of, you know, using the, the amount of seconds you have in a day and converting them to dollars. You know, somebody told, I think there's something like 80,000 something, you know, seconds in a day and or minutes actually. And uh, and if you were to have that as dollars, like if every day somebody put $80,000 in your bank account, but at the end of the day, whatever you didn't spend would go forever. You know, how would you use that money? And it, it's a fun exercise to get you present to, well, shoot, I better make the most of it. Well, why aren't you doing that with your time? You know, it's the same idea. It's you have a piggy bank every day of time. And mostly your creative energy, who you are, your life experience is unique to you. There's two things that are very motivating in the area of discovering yourself and using your creative energy wisely. And the first one is that you or Bill Gates or any person in in history ever have the same amount of time. You have just as many hours in the day as Michael Jordan, as Bill Gates, as any person that you admire. There's no difference. So it's really just about how that time is utilized. And the other thing, you know, the second thing, is that your life experience is unique. You may not be the best this or the best that, but your life experience is unique to you. There's nobody that has lived your set of experiences in that order ever. So you have to be able to develop, you know, alongside all of this is being able to develop a regular habit of self-reflection and looking at your life regularly to be able to see, you know, what are those lessons? You know, this whole book that I'm writing, it is, I don't feel that the information in here is terribly new. There's nothing that's ever been new for a long time. All the answers to the world's problems have been around and recycled for thousands of years. So there's nothing new there. But what it is new is my own life experience. And that is the product that this book is going to be. It's it's integrating all of my life experiences alongside these timeless principles in a way that, you know, maybe some people can relate to and, and learn and grow and, and share with others. And that's the same for you. Everybody has a unique life story, unique lessons. And when you share that with the world, when you take action in creating something more in your life. Other people benefit. You benefit. There's a social nature to the creative process, which is you are going to feel most rewarded and most fulfilled when you also include a social element to what you are doing. 
we did not evolve as individuals, we evolved in a group. And group dynamics are part of our makeup. It's part of our DNA. We are rewarded for helping others, for, you know, being part of other things, sharing with others. So, yeah, you know, it's a two, two-pronged sword. So you, the first part is take action, look at your life, and see what is it that you're curious about. Your actions are your creative potential. That is how you express express the creative nature of the universe. It is constantly creating. And when you take that by the horns and you start to will it and create it into existence, you are in alignment with that universal principle. And then you also have to have a social element. You know, who are you doing this for? Why are you doing it? What is rewarding? How are you contributing your skills? You know, this is a dynamic of growing personally and, and pursuing the things that matter to you and contributing to society. Those two things are constantly in play. And that is when we feel most alive, is pursuing what is rewarding to us and what also is going to align us with society. You know, one thing I'll leave you with is that your time is everything. If you look at, let's say, a blueprint for a house, blueprints are everywhere. Blueprints create the future. They are a bridge between the world of information and the physical world, or whatever this world is, the reality. And, you know, your DNA is this tiny little piece of information, yet it creates so much. Blueprints are the same way. Your life is a blueprint. It is a constantly changing blueprint. And that blueprint is what generates the results of your life. But there's a hidden, you know, there's a cycle there. So if you can imagine that, there's a blueprint. The blueprint leads to results and actions that you take. And then those actions, you know, change your blueprint or keep it the same or modify it, whatever. And it just keeps going round and round. So that's a pretty easy, you know, cycle to visualize. But there's a hidden third little element in there, and that's time. Your time, how do you use your time to alter your blueprint? You have the same amount of hours that Michael Jordan does. So there is no difference. The difference is the blueprint, the blueprint that is generating different results. So if the time is the same, then how are you utilizing your time to alter your blueprint, which creates the results in your life? There's only 24 hours in the day, and we all have the same amount. The universe is in constant creation, with or without you. So take a look at your life every day. If you aren't taking action on the things that you're curious about, have courage. If you're curious about something, take action on it. It will either lead to realizing that you aren't really that curious about it, and it was just a moment's interest, or your heart will light up and you will find the next piece to the puzzle of your life. And hopefully it will lead you to ultimately being in a place to contribute what you were once curious about and feel alive. Be part of this symphony that we call life 
and playing your own tune alongside the many others. So that's my thoughts for tonight on creativity. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. This is the Seven Transformations podcast. My name is Tudor, and I'm a professional ballroom dancer in Phoenix. I love to talk about this kind of stuff. I'll be writing a book in the next two years or so. I'll probably be done with it about my life experiences in competitive ballroom dancing, uh, as well as uh, many other areas in spiritual growth and personal development. So I'm looking forward to doing that. This podcast is a project that I just started to kind of get the conversation rolling, also to help me articulate some of the things I want in there, and to create a community of people who are interested in listening to this kind of stuff, to talking about it. If you have anything that you want me to you know, talk about on the show, feel free to reach out. If you want to just say hello, that's also fine too. Uh, check my blog out. It's twodoorsblog.com. It's T-W-O, like the number two, D-O-O-R-S, blog.com. So thank you so much for listening, and have a great rest of your weekend, wherever you are. If it's a different time than what it is right now, I hope that you're having a great time and acting on your creative energy piggy bank. Have a great one. <laughs>